When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Danny. Um, so Ify and I recorded this episode early last week, and uh, if you've been following us on social media or ever you know how we feel about what is going on and what we're doing. But we still felt that this conversation with Cody Ziegler and Ify getting to geek out about Gunpla, which is like <laughs> the nerdiest thing that you can be into, um, is still necessary and relevant and hopefully welcomed. On the Twitter, on our Nerdificent Twitter page, we will be posting links to donations and funds that you can donate to, to protect and amplify Black voices. Black lives matter. Here's the show. Hey, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. I am one half of your host, Ify Wadiway, but sitting across from the digital space for me via Zoom is... Danny Fernandez. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. I made it. Get used to it. You know, I I could be doing... I could be really busy. My schedule could be packed. You don't even know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. People don't know. Been doing these Zoom calls, Mm. been streaming, Mm. podcasting, Mm. you know... Mm. All the all the eens. Yeah, I've been subscribing to all the stuff, different YouTube channels, you know. Why are you blushing? Why are you blushing? Different, different mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm a I, if there's like a power user uh, uh <laughs> badge, I think I'm gonna get it very soon. I'm gonna think I'm gonna be a power user. Being the nerd that I am, I got mm-hmm. a bunch of badges on Audible that I'm very Ooh. proud of. I have like 12 badges. I went in there. You know, I'm competitive. Yeah. It's like so one of them was like listening to three books in 24 hours. It was like sick. Oh, <laughs> it's man. Like, nobody should be rewarded for this. 
but you love books. No, no, they're they're taking it back. They saw that episode of Twilight Zone and they said, nah, books are tight. Books are tight. <laughs> no, for me, it's because I don't like being alone with my thoughts. So I just yeah. like, like I said, have Tan France just like telling me about his life in the background. <laughs> He's like, hey, how's it going? No, I'm going to talk to you. Talk that talk, King. Talk that talk. <laughs> Oh, well, today we're talking about something that is uh, that is that is deep to me. That is that is wonderful. Uh, deep in my heart. Uh, been been so moist in it. And, you know, it seems like within this, there's been worn factions. You know, there, there's been lots of haters uh, talking about my commitment. Uh, and I and I think we should bring on a hater to to even <laughs> talk about this. This is a writer. Of 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 do or do we say it now? Well, you tweeted it. Writer on She Hulk, uh, podcast producer extraordinaire, produced all types of your faves. We're talking about Scam Goddess. We're talking about Yo Is This Racist? Uh, non nonstop smack talker online. People wonder if this man is my friend or my enemy, and that's why we call him my frenemy, Cody Ziglar. Wow, you set me up for such a. You really set me up to come in here as the villain. <laughs> <laughs> see well, this is know. why I don't, I, this is why I can't mess with you I'm the number one sweet boy and you come in here talking all this talk yeah. well you, you are, who knows you as sweet because if people know you only from me. my reply thank they know you, you Danny. As the salt salt god spice no. king over here with the with the with the five spice special Zig has to put up with me in his DMs being like this guy didn't reply to my thirst trap <laughs> look Look, Zig's out there. He's he's there listening to us. He's there helping us build our gun plus. He's there, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm to- I'm nice. I I know that you're just saying these things because you're coming from a place of hurt, iffy. But I want you to know that I see you, King, and I love you, King. Even when you try to disrespect yeah, yeah. Oh, me. Oh, this is this, wow! What a reversal! What a reversal! <laughs> King came with the energy and flipped it on me like some straight up uh, Akito. Akito. I uh, yeah no yeah, I, so you know you know we have this delicious um, delicious intro I wanna I wanna go through and then we'll talk about uh-huh. what we're nerding about but right, hit. according to William Ashberg of the Diplomat in the middle of the 1970s if someone wanted to discuss popular Japanese culture undoubtedly the conversation would revolve around its science fiction film icon Godzilla. No offense to the flying turtle Gamera and its loyal legion of followers, but Godzilla films not only ruled Japanese popular culture, but were shown around the world to much acclaim and sometimes good-natured derision. Today, in 2016, when one wants to discuss Japanese culture, the topic immediately turns to anime. And among the titles, none permeates Japanese society like the franchise Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, straight up facts straight up facts that was a nice uh, intro if you yeah yeah you you know I, I, we had to put some respect on gundam uh, you know uh cody for those not in zoom wearing all black me i'm showing my love i'm paying my respects you know my my 40th anniversary gundam oh wow shirt. that is a tight I, that is a tight shirt yeah, that, yeah. Dude, I, was, I, was, could... I was i was i was real happy with this one um ah, this man. one and the new gundam came out pretty hard and then uh, you know my unique lo- uh, Zaku, which was a good call. Uh, Zig was the one who said I should probably go for the Zaku since I have enough Gundams. Thank you for and putting yeah. respect on my name, King. Yeah, if, yeah. Well, look, you, you know I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear Godzilla without thinking. 
Yeah. <laughs> some some folks are like, I cannot believe you said that, but me and Danny, I fully support that because I Thank will. I, I'm 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 on the unpopular opinion side of. I think that song slapped. You know, of there were a lot of things it wrong. It's a banger. We were, we yeah. were like in elementary school or middle school. Like it yeah. was tight. Well, classic rockheads want to cry and be like, I can't believe Led Zeppelin. Shut up. Shut up. It was tight. Wow. Come tight. with me. It's a banger. <laughs> Top five Godzilla bangers. You heard it here. Yeah. I remember I was doing um, Haley Mancini's and Maddox's podcast about Godzilla, and they were saying when they revealed the Godzilla design from that movie mm-hmm. to Toho, uh, the company that does all the Godzilla, they said it was there was silence in the room for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's it's a very wild design. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I haven't watched that movie recently, but uh, I watched it like maybe a year or two ago, and like all the decisions they make are like the most cliched American blockbuster oh, yeah. things that you could make in a movie. Well, it's so funny because even with my problems with the newer Godzilla run, uh, mm-hmm. what made it better is the ability to let go is this idea because you know now that we're pushing into you know nerd media being captured in in film they've Mm -hmm. there has been this understanding of being like okay the fans of this like it for a reason we'll kind of still follow the blueprint we'll still give weird studio notes like completely adding this human (laughs) element uh, to to godzilla even though because uh you know once again that same podcast i said most godzilla movies follow like two simple formats either it's Godzilla versus another monster or Godzilla versus humanity and and the Godzilla movies in America keep trying to combine those two things but those are two separate movies if you want this human element you have to have it and the problem too is uh, America has a Vin Diesel contract uh, with all their (laughs) movies Uh, for 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 people who do not know what I'm referencing is it's it's a rumor that in Vin Diesel's contract he can never lose a fight if he's in a movie Uh, and that's that's the same thing as in American movies we can never just lose like we have to win and we have Mm -hmm. and I mean there's arguments to that uh, where where it's like you don't want to be hopeless, but like considering that Godzilla is this allegory for the atomic bomb, you would yeah. see why it is this devastation and kind of surviving the devastation and mm-hmm. not beating it is the the through line of the movie. But I mean, this is not the Godzilla episode. This is the gunpla episode. Not to not to, to to stay on this tangent one second longer though. Did you watch Shin Godzilla? Did you did you like? Oh, that I one? love Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I have great. it right here in my uh, DVD, uh, my Blu-ray. Right. Yeah, I, right I think I think what I enjoyed most about that one is that like Godzilla was truly frightening again because it was such mm-hmm. they took such a like uh, biological approach to like making it work, but yeah. also the way that the human element for that movie was just the bureaucracy of being in government was such yes. a very funny. It was such a funny, unique um, perspective to take on like. Usually, what you see is like it's a it's a like a guy and his family trying to come together. Yeah, like, no, it's just like waves and waves of Japanese bureaucracy and, and politicians trying to like trying to grasp the situation that they they're woolly out of their depths on. Oh, Very yeah. funny, and also like that ending was just terrifying and frightening. Also, just yeah. how they view us, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like Americans, <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, please drag us. Please just continue to drag us. We deserve it. <laughs> yeah, there's, oh, yeah. there's this one funny part where they, they have like a map. They're like, these are the places like that they're gonna bomb like Japan, like this Japanese city, and like they have like an American map, and it's just like all of these cities just blown up like on the American map. Like they're willing to <laughs> just blow up everything to take yeah. out Godzilla. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mobile Suit Gundam was developed by animator Yoshi, uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino and a changing group of Sunrise creators and with a collective pseudonym of Hajime Yatate. The series was originally entitled Freedom Fighter Gunboy, or Gunboy, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the robot's gun, with boys the primary target demographic. The Yatate, the Yatate team combined the English word gun with the last syllable of the word freedom to form the portmanteau Gundam, and Tamino changed it to Gundam because uh, it was spelled G-U-N-D-O-M, uh, and they changed it to D-A-M, suggesting a unit wielding a gun powerful enough to hold back enemies, like a hydraulic dam holding back water and i think that was a great uh great <laughs> great switch up yeah. i don't know how i would feel telling people like you got to come check out my gun boys uh, my gun <laughs> i boys. mean there's no way that there isn't a kid in bama whose name is gun boy <laughs> yeah. right. tell gun boy come over here pick up his uh toy. yeah uh, but yeah, but you know we're gonna get deep into uh, into Gundam and its history and all that. But it, but this is about gunpla. But you can't have gunpla without talking about Gundam. Mm-hmm. And we'll do Gundam is so you can't do a Gundam episode. You'd have yeah, to choose which like a series. one. Yeah, because yeah, you know definitely gonna hit Iron Blooded Orphans. But then we gotta hit the <laughs> UC. Everyone's like, yeah, the UC. If you keep you get you gotta come start. to the UC, you gotta go. There's some good yeah. stuff in there, man. Oh yeah, no, I know there's some good stuff. I've been every. It's so funny. You you would think that, and this is a great transition into what we're nerding about right now. Mm. But you would think that with so much more time, it'd be easier to ingest more anime. But yeah. no, it's it's just it, no. It, I just find more dumb stuff to get into. And <laughs> yeah, I finished time. a series. I finished. Uh, did you guys ever watch Parasite: The Maxim? Oh, it's on Netflix. I just started it. Yeah, I I did that on Netflix like last week. And it's the first anime series I've finished, I think, in like a year. It's like <laughs> it was like twenty six yeah. episodes, like twenty two episodes in and out, and like I just had it on the background for like three or four days. But like oh, it's yeah. really, honestly the first series I've finished in a very long time. I mean, there's just so every anime that someone wants to suggest to you is like two, three hundred episodes, and you're like, Look, yeah, I hear I you. I need out. the short boys. Yeah, give me give me them short boys. That's why I like that. <laughs> w- my fave is uh, Goran Lagan because that's twenty six. Mm. It's twenty six yeah. and you're done. You know, if I tell somebody, "Yo, you got to check out DBZ," they they gonna look at that episode list and be like, "Sir, <laughs> no, sir." But yeah. if I tell you check out Gundam, uh, I mean Goran Lagan, you gonna check that out. You it was the same thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say somebody on Twitter was asking like, "Hey, I want to get into anime," and I kid you not, there was people that would list like six different series. It's like you got to do One Piece, <laughs> got to do One Piece, got to no, do Attack don't. on Titan. And I'm like, Hunter Hunter. I was like, literally, just give the man like a movie or something <laughs> to start with. Yeah. I was like, I love. I responded. I said, I as an anime fan, I was like, I love the people that think that you're gonna. Wa- you're. He's also a showrunner and like a TV creator. I'm like, these people are busy. Like yeah. I was. Yeah. Like, I love the idea that you're going to watch six series that each have 200 episodes. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hunter Hunter, I think, comes in at two something. And that, at this point in my life, the Hunter Hunters of them all seem way more digestible because you have people, people are be- begging me to check out One Piece. I'm like, it is on its 970th I'm, episode. There's no I way will I'm watching not, that show. I will start Naomi on One Piece so she can finish <laughs> it when she graduates high school. <laughs> That's like you know? Simpsons numbers. It's like it's too much for my system at these days. I mean, like, yeah. I think Hunter Hunter was like the last long series I was able to like watch and like stay present in. But like that was like 
three year, three or four years ago when I like finished yeah. Hunter Hunter. Like the the idea of starting a series that has more than thirty episodes right now fills me with such uh, dread. Well, that's why I like doing Gintama because that one's like a three hundred boy, but it's like mm. it's it's imagine like an anime version of It's Always Sunny. Like it's just these three, like, and it'll still have the anime elements. But since every episode is so self-contained, you can just kind of take it piece by piece. You know, you don't mm. have to sit down because that's the that's the trap, right? Is like you watch yeah. and you get trapped in an arc, and you're like, I got to see how this wraps up. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, cool. And then at the end of that arc, they hit you with a cliffhanger. You're like i gotta start this next, next start. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say i think that's the thing that i also appreciate about most of the gundam series is that they're not really longer than like 26 i think even think the original run was like 40 episodes or something like that like you can you can they're pretty digestible especially like the series that i like they're always they were like ova so like none of them went more than 12 episodes what are y'all geeking out about okay all right so like um uh, I'm restarting Avatar: The Last Airbender. I watched the I rewatched the pilot like I think two or three days ago. And I was like, oh boy, I'm back in it. I'm ba- I'm about to be sucked back into this world. And I know I'm going to rewatch Co- Legend of Korra too. It's like I'm that's my main thing. Uh, also, uh, I've uh, you know this is the episode that we're talking about, but like Gunpla, like I have been so into model making over the past seventy four days, however long we've been in quarantine. Uh, that's been like my those have been like my two main geeky things I'm getting back into, and also uh, video gaming. Like I've like I uh, there's this game called Predator Hunting Grounds that just came out um, a couple of weeks ago, and me and a couple of friends have been playing that game, and like I have been <laughs> re diving back into just the Predator franchise. Like I uh, <laughs> I did like the the seven day stars free trial. On Amazon Prime, just to like watch Predator One and Two, and like now I'm jumping over to HBO to see if they have like, uh, like Predators from Robert Rodriguez and the Predators. Like, those have been like my three main geeky franchises that I've been like doing deep dives back into. Love it. For me, this is uh, relevant for all of us. Is uh, Space Force dropped this weekend mm-hmm. when this have come out, and uh, some of our really great friends are in it. They, I got to watch an early. Uh, I got to watch it last week, and it's hilarious. Our friend Tawny is in it. Queen, yes, queen. Um, My friend Roy Wood Jr., which I literally screamed, and I was like, "That's my friend!" And I like took pictures (laughs) of him with Steve Carell, and I sent it to him, and he was like, "How did you get a screener?" And I didn't get a screener. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Tawny put my name in." (laughs) Um, Ben Schwartz, who I adore. It's really great, um, obviously making fun of the whole idea of Space Force, but a lot of good people that worked on this, so definitely mm-hmm. check it out. That is what I'm geeking out about this week. And what about you, Ify? Uh, yeah, no, uh, what, what I'm geeking out about this week is uh, the show that I've kind of jumped on. I don't know if I talked about it on here yet, but I've really been enjoying it, which has been um, good old uh, um, uh, Tower of God. Which is a Crunchyroll original uh, oh, based wow. off of a Webtoons uh, c- comic, and it's it's been good. Like at first, you know, it, it had like I had that start of being like, okay, let's see what this Webtoons anime got. And then by <laughs> now I'm like locked in. They have lots of fun characters, very diverse. You know, you know, mm. it's funny when people just go and make their animes how diverse it can get. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, but it, yeah, I'm I'm truly enjoying it. And outside of that, Valorant, I've been playing lots of Valorant. Which if oh if yeah you don't, uh, if you don't know what it is it's like Counter Str- 
Strike meets Overwatch. Very fun game. Uh, very frustrating game, as many team-based competitive <laughs> games are. But that's been it. And, you know, uh, getting back into my workout regimen, too. I did some yoga. You know, that was Uh-oh. good. It's, it's, yo, doing these yoga videos, though, are always so funny because it always starts off being like, okay, okay, cool. And then they'll just crank it to yep. 90 without yep. telling hard. you. And, and not even, like, not even like guide you being like, we're, okay, it's going to get advanced. They're like, okay, now we're going to do this next pose. And then it's like <laughs> the legs behind the head. And I'm like, wait, we where do we get to that? I click yoga for beginners. You, <laughs> I'm not beginning there. It's uh, I've I've so I've never done out outright yoga. I've, I they used to do it when I did like uh, karate and jujitsu. We would use it as mm-hmm. like warm up and stuff. And honestly, nine times out of ten, yoga was way harder than anything we ever ended up yeah. doing in the in the actual classes. Oh yeah. Oh man. People don't understand. They think that you need to have external weight, but just holding your body weight and your arms out in a pose mm-hmm. in a squat yeah. position. It's like doing a wall sit essentially in a squat like position for two minutes sometimes is how long or you know they'll even do it longer we'll just burn your muscle like it just burns (laughs) yeah all right well let's jump right into it so uh so we're talking about gunpla today uh and gunpla is short for gundam plastic models uh or gundam plastic model uh, and uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, it debuted in 1979, and the first Gunpla kits, uh, which uh, came in at 1980, so like right around, it was it's so mm-hmm. interesting because it, that's not uncommon for it to be like, okay, here's a show, here's some toys, but they're like, no, here's some toys you can build. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, and the show was canceled. It was wild because the show was canceled after 43 episodes. Mm. So the show was pretty much, the show was far ahead of its time. And, you know, uh, just to do a brief kind of overarching synopsis of Gundam, because pretty much every Gundam follows this formula to some degree. It's usually a a political war drama like that is essentially what all gundams are usually having to do with uh colonies versus earthbound one is being oppressed by the other and Mm. the gundams are what they use to fight this oppression uh and and so i think yeah that might have been too deep for the 80s but come (laughs) around the 90s we were ready for every which shape and form of that (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean this the show like that i watched i rewatched the pilot recently and it is such like I couldn't imagine being like a ten year old kid watching yeah. this for the first time because like in the first episode like this one of the main characters' families just gets exploded by like a, a random rocket and then like <laughs> the main character's dad gets sucked out into the space and dies and you're like I'm supposed to like watch forty more episodes of this of this. <laughs> drama as this game of thrones <laughs> with robots well i remember when gundam wing was on toonami oh, yeah. and i just yeah. was like um cool transformers like that's yeah. i don't think i yeah. ever took anything away i don't think i ever thought more about it when i was like in middle school oh yeah mm-hmm. no you're you're totally right i think on the surface if you watch it especially the way it was being uh advertised on toonami where it's like gundam wing these gundams are fighting each other and so it's really <laughs> focusing on the action but it takes a while and i think that's why it took so long for me to get sucked in because this is like teen dbz iffy and i remember sitting down for yeah. gundam wing i'm like they're doing a lot it's fun funny coming from a dbz fan but i'm like they're yeah. doing a lot of talking and not a lot of fighting so i'm gonna yeah. hop out <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> like at least at least my guys start fighting, then talk, and then they yeah. finish the fight. At least and, they and charge their key up for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like I know the fight's about to happen, where like there's just <laughs> political discussions going on, just yeah. talking about the history of the relationships, and you're just like, yeah, nah. I'm, I thought they they said this was robots fighting. Uh, yeah, so it, we're talking a lot about royal bloodlines in this TV show. Can we get yeah. back to the robots? But what's interesting about Gundam, which I, which is the fun conversation to have about Gundam as a whole, is like it is like synonymous to anime in general. Like you can't mm. really think about anime without thinking of Gundams. I would even yeah. go as far as some people don't even think about Japanese culture nowadays without thinking about Gundams. So I always saw the Gundam models, but I always mm-hmm. was intimidated by it because I was into yeah. model. Like this was like I doing Gunpla now. It's so funny because like I just kind of laughed to myself and being like, this would have a thousand percent been my thing because <laughs> yeah. I had these things called modifiers, which were these uh, model uh, these it, it, it was made by Tech Deck and they mm-hmm. were usually like tuner cars. So like a Civic. A Supra, oh, yeah. I remember those. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you were supposed to use uh, tools to take off and add body kits and like the air intake to it and like mm-hmm. different seats. And I was so deep into it that I was buying the like bondo and like trying to like use it and shave down i wasn't that good mm-hmm. i didn't under like it's so funny because everything and and you will if you look at any crafty online it, yeah it, it pretty much every it's always presented as like and then this happened and like as a teenager <laughs> as a teenager when you're you're like everyone's like yeah you just buy that and then that's how i made this they don't break down that they like whittled down and shaped and made yeah. it into a custom body kit like they were literally like essentially uh clay modeling that and they do so as a kid like i bought it i put it on my yeah. body kit and i was like this this ain't Doesn't look this the ain't same hitting this, the this same way the as same. It yeah <laughs> This is a little different, but not yeah, in a good yeah, this way. This is different, but like <laughs> for me to be that involved, that I went out and bought the tools, I knew yeah. I would have been into like panel lining, and that would have, and I think it would have been way easier to digest than what I was trying to do with these. Like I took, I took the car, a, a, a teenager, put put my my pop popularity at the time online to take my car to my <laughs> wood shop teacher so he can cut the top so it can be a convertible. Oh, and, that's cool. Uh, and and like he he cut it wrong because he didn't keep it like. He didn't keep yeah. it on there. I was still, I was kind of hurt, but I, but I was able to kind of like <laughs> make it work. But like, that's how deep into that I was that I was like Gundam. Mm-hmm. It would have been, it would have been connected to anime. It probably would have lasted a lot longer than these yeah. modifiers. So yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it, the thing that I really enjoy about model building. Cause like my dad did it when I was a kid, like he used to do like Star Trek and Star Wars and stuff. And like, if you're like, we, we were pretty poor, we'd have a lot of money. So like, like mm-hmm. that being a creative outlet where like, yeah, you spend 12 bucks and you can put together like a helicopter in your room and be creative without having to buy like, you know, or I guess you could buy, but like you need to buy like paint, you need to buy like glue. Mm-hmm. You can just like buy this thing and like create something in yourself or by yourself and then like display it. Like I felt for me, like if I would have thought more about it, it probably would have been like a great creative outlet because um, one, like. I like I didn't have access to like sculpting clay and like yeah. all that stuff like exactly. like there's such a high barrier for entry for that type of like creative out create uh, creative art form that like I feel like gunpla and just model making in general is like a very uh, it's a very easy and a very cheap and effective way to like sort of like scratch that creative um, itch without having to put a lot of money into it personally. 
So nearly every mecha in the series was made into a model kit from mobile suits to support aircraft and space battleships. Parts came in up to three different colored sprues. These early kits lacked articulation and detail and required glue and paint to build and finish. The first Gunpla released in July 1980 But actually, what age do you guys think this? Because I only know adults that make model Mm -hmm. kits, you know, but I also don't know a lot of children being an adult. Well, that's what I was going to say is you you can let me know if you agree with this. I think anyone from if you can build, I feel like this if like this is comes after Legos. And the only reason I'd say after is because there are a lot of small parts that like kids might have a little hard time. And also uh, something not being mentioned here is the translation between uh, these kits coming from uh, Japanese to English. Sometimes it's just like I'm looking. Yeah. You're looking at a picture and you're just having to use the best (laughs) like IQ IQ test level images of just like, okay, so it's saying it goes this way. Pair of scissors that are like <laughs> not even facing towards it, and like, yeah. the, like the little dot buttons are the way you're like, All right, we're gonna figure this out yeah, together. We gotta go, but yeah. the, but I think one of the cool things is like they mentioned the first kits required glue and paint, these do not require glue and paint. Mm. You can have a decent figure without glue, without like you put them together. All you need are nippers, which are kind of like they look kind of like pliers, but they're like little. Yeah, Cody's about to show you his, he has his very near, but yeah, they're like little kind of clippers. And that's just to get them out of the runners and to kind of clean up because since these are plastic kits and they a lot of these kits are like filling into slots, if mm-hmm. they'll have if they have extra plastic, lots of times you have to trim it down and cut it, um, you know, cut it to just to make sure it's it's fitting better. But yeah, no, um, you, you can just kind of give it to someone and they'll look fine. And yeah. then like the next level up, which is like I'd say semi intermediate or early like beginner part two is panel lining, which is where you're taking um, these these usually either a Gundam marker or a kind of like uh, oil Very paint fine brush. Thin, yeah, yeah, and you just kind of are putting black paint or black or gray paint within the lines and cleaning it up so that you can, so the details kind of pop. Well, I was going to say, are y'all, cause I see um, like our friend Joe Starr, who's doing separately, but doing different like model painting. Are y'all using those like little microscopes or whatever it is that I see in movies? Uh, oh no. So, boy, I got to tell you, uh, no, I have not, but like, so basing off that, jumping off that, there are like different tiers of difficulty for like model kits. Like, I think they start, like, high grade, then they go, like, master mm-hmm. grade, and then real grade. And, like, real grade being, like, one of the hardest. And, like, I just did one, like, two months ago. And I wish I had one because I got these big sausage fingers. Like, I can't grip these <laughs> tiny pieces. Like, there yeah. are points where, like, you have to take off, like, this tiny, 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 like, piece of, um like, clear plastic. So, if you drop it, you're just never going to see yeah, it yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I wish that I had, like, one of those, like, little microscopes because, like, my hand was shaking. I was holding my breath. I was getting all sweaty. Like, uh, that, like, that's, that, that's too much for my senses. But, um, like, to answer both of your questions, I think that, like, those sort of high-grade stuff, I think if you're, like, basically can put together Legos, you can put together, like, a high-grade kit. But when it comes to, like, the real-grade stuff, that, to me, is not nearly as fun because it becomes, like, work you gotta like put together the elbow pieces and like make sure the internal structure works and stuff 
Yeah. And also, furthermore, they're like, they're the same size as high grade. And with me, like, I want a bigger boy. So, like, uh, so it goes high grade, then master grade, which is bigger. And then you have the real grade and the perfect grades, uh, which I'm not even going to think about perfect grade because (laughs) I'm just even looking at them like, oh, that's going to be stressed out. But also, like, difficulty kind of ranges even within the levels because like for example everything i've built has been high grade but this guy right here i'm holding up the unicorn banshee for those listening it it has so many like different like sub parts within parts so that this was uh, this is my highly recommended if you're like you've done a few high grades and you're like you want a challenge before master grade i highly recommend the banshee um uh banshee uh unicorn gundam because the way that it it just kind of has so many it took so long but it looks so much more dynamic than (laughs) anything else yeah such a fun like sense of accomplishment when you make like anything with your hands when like they go ahead and take the workout and make it a cool looking robot it makes it seem so much cooler like yeah i built that (laughs) i committed plastic to plastic We have to take a really quick break and then we're going to hop back more into Gunpla right after this. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we are back. We're still talking about Gunpla. Wait, so Cody, did you say your first introduction, was it Gundam Wing? Or what, what was your first introduction to, to Gundams? Uh, it was definitely, gun, like, Gundam Wing was the first one I actually watched. Um, like, I had sort of, like, seen them before, just because, like, I was, like, you know, obviously, like, we're nerds. Like, we were online, like, looking at anime stuff. But that was the first one that I actually watched. And then after I watched Gundam Wing, I really got into uh, the Universal Century, like, the OG series. Like, that's when, like... My personally, like my favorite series is uh, um, 0083 Stardust Memories. Like that's a great series. It's great animation. Uh, the voice acting isn't as good, but there's some great animation. There's some really cool, intricate designs. And like the first like half of the series was really inspired by Top Gun. So it's just like a bunch of like blurring 80s guitar rock over like. <laughs> People in giant robots just jumping out and hanging out in the desert. It's a really fun series. I wanted to say, speaking of how we all watch anime, <clears throat> shout out to the problematic girl on Twitter who said, if he watch anime, he's probably gay. <laughs> and I said, shout out to queer gay icon Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I just hate all of those. Like, fellas, if you microwave something, are you yeah. gay? Yeah, <laughs> just you like, take a nap. I can't. Mad suspect you're if you gay. take a nap. Yeah. yeah, oh, you take a nap. I, I think the other one I saw the other day that had me dying was like, if I see two dudes eating breakfast, uh, <laughs> then, then, they, then, then I'm, I'm going to assume they're gay. What y'all up so early together for? I'm like, <laughs> goodness gracious, yeah. you have no friends, huh? You have zero friends. No one wants to eat anything with you. Man, I what, I what I would not give to give and get breakfast with the homies right now. Yeah, I know. Every time I end up doing an episode like this, I end up almost buying something expensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my introduction to G- Gundam was the same as yours, Danny, which is seeing like Gundam Wing, and it was the same. But the one that kind of really got me that I saw bit, bits and pieces of was G Gundam, because mm. back then the idea of like operating a Gundam with your body uh, yeah. versus like just the kind of like shifting gears type stuff was way cooler to me. But in the end, um, in the end, I think I didn't like fully go double feet in until like you know i I saw zig zig was building it up and i was like (laughs) that is like it's so funny like this has been the year of me like revisiting stuff that i was really into or wanted to get into yeah because i think we're just stuck at home looking for things to do but like i saw zig building the gundams and i was like oh yeah that's something i've always wanted to do but always seemed so difficult Mm -hmm. let me just grab it and i think uh i went to the gundams and it was when i went to uh see my friend uh lisa and i was in um i was in uh, like uh what's what's that west side place kind of by um West, whatever. Oh, Sawtell. I was in Sawtell, and there was that ant. One of those. It was called like Tokyo something, and it had all these Gundams. Oh yeah. And so I, um, so I sent it to Cody, and then I ended up getting a Gundam for Cody. But then I ended up getting <laughs> this little guy because I was like, I don't want to build one. I just want to get like a little chibi guy. Adorable. You, yeah. you still had to build this. You, <laughs> they, they give you Gundam gives you nothing for. You can't free. get it. Yeah, so, you're not yeah. getting no, no, no free rides. You got to yeah. do some a little bit of work. So, so after building that, I was like, okay, I guess I can't, I'll, I'll build it. And then I think um, the second one I built was this pre- pretty dynamic uh, 
Gundam Seed Boy right here with wings. Uh, this is the... Um, Oh, what's, wow. what's, uh, and this one I got from GameStop. I was in GameStop just kind of cruising, and I saw this, and it was so funny because this is – I remember this – actually, I know this was my first build. The reason I knew it was my first build was I was still writing on The Great Debate, and I was like, oh, it'll oh, be yeah. a fun lunch activity to just crack this open and build it. And I opened it up and saw all the runners, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is not a lunchtime activity. <laughs> I remember too, just to talk about how you are on that show, because like if you, it, which is coming out next month, um, I was on two episodes of it, and I remember I was writing jokes for my pit, like because I was about to compete, and if he was like, "Oh, do you want to play a video game with me?" I'm like, "Absolutely not! I'm about to go on air in front of a live studio audience." Oh man! Like I just remember, I immediately was like, "No," and walked off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, then me and Baron Vaughn proceeded to uh, play video games before he hosted that show, and I wrote um, for him. Yes. <laughs> um, um, that was a funny thing, because every time there's a nerdy show, they're, they're, they usually are like, here's a nerdy thing to do around it. And yeah. I remember um, when At Midnight bought an arcade cabinet, and it was, and they were like, oh, what games they Chris, have? Uh, they it was one of those multi arc game arcade. Oh, cabinets. cool! And then we ended up it ended up getting shut down because the crew kept playing it when they were supposed to be building set, and so they were like, <laughs> "No, it's not." I'm like, "What about us? I'm, yeah. a, I'm not crew." <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I had something I wanted to bring up going back to the name because I keep thinking of the name Gundam, like and Gunpla and Gunboy. Mm. Like it's just fascinating to me. And one thing that it reminded me of is this is cross culturally is the iron giant which mm. there's mm. that scene where he's like i am not a gun and he's like this massive robot mm. yeah. and so i just find it so fascinating the whole like culture and conversation around these essential huge beings being seen as guns yeah. and weapons yeah it's funny because i feel like there is a lot of commentary in some of those mainstream series about um, like one, it's usually a scene through the perspective of like a 15 year old, 16 year old kid. Like a lot of it is like, I don't want to be here in the first place, but also like, there's a lot of questioning of like, why do we even need these weapons in the first place? Like, why do we need to have these, these giant 60 foot tall invincible robots? And like, what good does it cause? Like, cause we're basically just in an arms race to make like every side, everyone is like spending all their resources and all their time and energy making these killer machines that aren't really doing anything to progress human civilization outside of yeah. killing each other so like that is a very interesting point breaking up um iron giant and and gun because i feel like there is this sort of through line um when it comes to like what's the cost and like uh, what's the what's like if we're the super advanced civilization where we have space fair like why are we still falling back to like genocide and killing each other and like yeah. war profiteering and all this stuff and also yeah. seeing it from a child's perspective or like a young yeah. person's perspective. Yeah, I mean, that's what's also interesting, uh, too, which is why, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of Iron-Blooded Orphans praise on here is because mm -hmm. it, it one of the main things about Gundam is usually it is like a child operating this. And Iron-Blooded Orphan was the first one to be like, yo, this is kind of like child soldiers. Uh, let's kind of 
look into that and that's mm-hmm. kind of the kind of the arc of iron-blooded orphans is like oh like using child soldiers what what is the morals behind that how to mm-hmm. and what happens when they get the power back what do they do with it and it's this really beautiful story um and, and that's the that's kind of just been the the, the f- fun within gundam because also one of the big things in iron-blooded orphans was that these gundams are actually in 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 the iron blooded orphans universe they they're these relics of this long war mm-hmm. and they were and they were the weapons that were used to one the gundam barbados and the yeah. uh, the uh, rival gundam that pops up and they were hidden away and it's as it's begging the question of like oh why did all of a sudden we outlaw these gundams now that the people in power are in power and i feel like yeah. that's just an overall statement just as um world powers you know mm-hmm. and and how one really looks because when you do look at the major uh powers uh in 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 the uh in the world right now and they're kind of being like no nuclear weapons and it's kind of like well y'all used them and one, <laughs> yeah. um, and and now y'all don't want us using them anymore. And even though I am also a huge proponent of like, yeah, no nuclear weapons. I could see why if you were someone who kind of seen the devastation of that and had it used on you, you might beg that question in anime form of being like, well, what's what's the science behind? Yeah, that? Ify, that was one of my favorite things, and I forgot which one of the last this most recent trilogy of Star Wars, but when mm-hmm. Benicio Del Toro's character was talking to John Boyega, I hope oh, I'm not yeah. getting this wrong because I haven't seen it in a while. But like speaking of what Zig was talking about with an arms race where he was like, oh no, I'm selling them to both sides. And mm-hmm. you like forget, it's like such a social commentary that you think you're the good guys and then you realize that you're using the same weapons as the other side. It's yeah. just so fascinating. It's from the best Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. I I think it's, it's my favorite one. Just because they... They added like you know that that sort of like um, Star Wars is all about the black and white, good versus evil. But like adding just a little bit of gray, mm-hmm. you mean like this is how like a universe works. Like these ships just don't appear from the ethereal. Well, I guess they do in the last one, but like they don't just sort of appear. Like people have to like make these things, and people have to pay for these things. Uh, I don't know. Very nice like world building and add like a nice little depth to like a universe that has up until that point been very like good versus evil. Yeah. Uh, so what was, do you remember what your first model was, Cody? Uh, like when, yeah. yeah. When you it, made that? I do. Yeah. It was, I was like, I had just seen Gundam Wing. So I guess I was like 14 or 15 years old. And I bought the Gundam Wing, um, the Wing Zero. Like that was the first Gunpla I got. And like that Oof. was, like it, you could like transform it. You go from like bird yeah. mode to like mobile suit mode. And then like I didn't do anything for like the longest time. Like I took like, 15 20 years off like the only yeah, reason i got it was yeah it was like, it was like no nah, i put in my i put in my eight hours i'm, I'm gonna retire uh the reason i got back into it was because uh, when i started she hulk like um like i would i would i got back into video games just because i needed something to think about that wasn't superheroes or like writing or comic books so like i got into like this game called uh gundam battle operations which is like a free game with a ps4 and like through that, I was like, "Man, Gundam was fun." I'm gonna start watching Gundam again. And um, there's another writer on the show called Zeb Wells who like was also into Gunpla, and we just started talking about it. And then like through that, <laughs> I somehow convinced Ify to get me a Gundam, and like it's just been like I just been diving back through ever since this boy, yeah, Stan you King, yeah. Uh, but like that's how I got back into it. And now that we've had nothing but free time for the past like you know 30 days or 30 days, 90 days, however long it's been. 
uh like it's just been a thing that's been keeping me sane like it's a creative a creative outlet that um i don't have to necessarily like beat myself up about if i don't finish it yeah when i'm doing it you know yeah and i think the one of the things that's fun about it too is the kind of like zenness of it because yeah. you're like because you have to be so focused on these small pieces and follow mm-hmm. direction you you almost um if this even makes any sense you have to let go you have to you have to let yeah. go and let this project guide you you you, you don't mm-hmm. make the rules you have to do it step by step and it's so it just is so good to just just not think, follow step by step, and build something beautiful. And that's did, kind uh, of been speaking. Of the, that's sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But that, no, that no, really made me think of. Um, did either of you watch uh, Six Days to Air? That Jap- the uh, South Park documentary. No. no. So it's, it's just uh, it's just about how they make an episode in six days. But there is this really uh, really interesting part where I think Trey Parker. Uh, you go into his office and it's just full of like Legos and he's like putting together a Lego kit and they're like, why do you do this? He's like, one, uh, it's just I when I spend all day telling other people what to do, it's nice to like one be told what to do. But also it's nice to like clear your thoughts and just sort of exist in the moment and just like read these instructions and know that after I do all these things together, no matter what, I'm going to have a piece of art that is nice and that like I didn't have to stress about it's like that. That just reminded me of that. Um, Man, I guess that, so, yeah. That, that I guess it, there, there's the that, there's the truth to that because yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I feel. The the '90s, we we get into um, to to some some more kits. Uh, the kits essentially are following like most of the time uh, a different uh, a, a series that's running. Yeah. So like in the '90s, you had the Round Vernian Vfum series. Uh, and that's the, the 1985 uh, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam kit uh, line mm-hmm. that uh, incorporated the use of polycaps, which were the soft uh, plastic, typically polyethylene, as connectors for better articulations of the joints, which is, you, you'll, you'll know it. It feels yeah. so different. There yeah, you can tell when you have an old kit and it's like it, you're like cranking it shoulder trying to get it to do yeah. it. <laughs> where, where now it just kind of pops in nice. And then uh, the 1987 Gundam Sentinel model introduced the concept of snap fit models, reducing the need to use glue. And mm-hmm. then starting from 1988, Mobile Suit Gundam, Char's counterattack line, all Gumpla kits featured snap fit assembly. So we no longer needed glue. Yeah. It, then, Thank uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> in 1990, Bandai introduced the high grade line, which featured newer one by one forty four scale versions of the RX seventy eight two Gundam, which is the Gundam you know. Like, like yeah. think of the think of what you think of in Gundam in your head. That's the RX seventy eight. <laughs> The RX-178 uh, Gundam MK-2 and the MSZ-006 Zeta Gundam and the MSZ-10 ZZ Gundam. And each kit boasted exceptional detail and articulation as well as features normally found in their larger scale versions, such as the Gundam's core block system and Zeta's transformation feature, which is, uh, mm. yeah, the transforma- transformation Gundams are so intimidating to me <laughs> because I was like, like if it has yeah, to transform, that, it has to be really in in Yeah, in I had to... D- I made one with the core block system and it's like you got to like build the jet and then like put it into the actual body and like make all the the attachments to go into it. It was very stressful. (laughs) Can y'all talk about what a Gundam does like in the show and like just for people that have never seen it? it? Originally, like in the original like Mobile Suit Gundam 79 series, the whole idea was that like there are these two roaring factions like space and earth. 
Uh, and the space, there's the space force was called Xeon, and their whole thing was like they created these giant mechs called mobile suits. Like that was their thing. Like they were like technologically, they were they were so far advanced when it came to um, the Earth science, the Earth Federation, and like the Earth Federation was like, man, we've been getting worked for like months, and like we need to come up with something. And like their the thing that they came up with was a Gundam, which is like their highly advanced mobile suit that was like made out of like I think I think it was made out of like. Gundanium, I think, was what they called like their wow. special alloy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like it was made a super advanced mobile suit that um, the Earth Federation built, and like every since then, it's been sort of seen as like a super weapon in all the series. Where like it's usually like either the first of its kind or the one, the only one of its kind, or it's a very limited number of series that are made that is usually piloted by like a fifteen or sixteen year old kid, uh, and then it's uh, used to topple whatever the evil space people are. Or Earth people, depending on the series. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And to get really technical, if you're wondering what gun, they're giant robots that people uh, sit in. Usually, there's there's been different modes of operation. Some you just kind of sit in, put in the helmet. Some you sit mm-hmm. in and you just use the levers. Some you sit in and they jack into your back like the Matrix. Or in oh, yeah. G Gundam, some you just stand in and your motions are copied uh, b- uh, <laughs> by the Gundam. You know what's really fun about that series is that there's one guy that has a giant robot horse, and then you go inside and you see that it's just a giant horse that's inside the actual robot. Wow. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it, yeah. Gundam, G Gundam seems like a real fun, fun series that I'm definitely going to have. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to love it. It's insane. I'm so dumb because I didn't know that Transformers was from Japan. Hmm. I thought it was a Western show oh, yeah, that, that makes was sense. stealing or copying, but no, yeah. it actually originated. It's a Japanese, well, I guess it's a Japanese American franchise um, that looks like it was co-produced by the toy companies Takara, Tomy, and Hasbro. So but was I was just like, to me, when I think of gun, like for people at home who've literally never seen them, to mm. me, it looks like straight off like a Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, obviously very different. Um, and people forget Transformers are aliens, but um, that is true. I forgot. I I'm literally yep. just remembering that. Yeah, they're from like they're at, Cybertron. They're just taking like, that form. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I find that fascinating. <laughs> Anyways, very. I mean, it's all mech. It's it's like mech animation. Oh yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so that's the term for the suits uh, that they were talking about. Okay, yeah. continue on. What it, I'm going through some of these uh, fun questions about builds and stuff. And uh, uh, one is like, are there any difficulties building or displaying the models? Um, I don't. Uh, so I'm curious what Cody does, but it's funny. I I, I uh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Uh, for me, like I keep it so simple. Like I uh, one, I only make, I only do the kits of of the suits that I actually like. Like that I've liked as a kid, so like I don't get any ones that are like those huge suits where they have where they're like one like they're one forty fourth scale, but like they're enormous and you know, it takes up so much space. Like I do yeah. suits that are like one they're like usually humanoids, so they're bipedal, so they can just stand up on their own to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I have a rule of like three. Like if I I can't do more than three, I can't have more than three plastic robots in my room at any time because I just don't want I just don't want it taking up that much space, you know? Because you see like these actual collectors and they just have like rooms dedicated to like you know floor to ceiling just models and stuff yeah so like, i keep it simple that way but there are some like do you ever look at the people that have made those like dioramas and stuff yeah 
Yeah, I, I was I was scoping a diorama. I got close, but <laughs> my my living room is currently the wildest. It's like, a choice. I, it's a choice. I, you got to dedicate it. You yeah, know? I think of <laughs> what any woman who comes back here is just gonna <laughs> think. Like, you have to be yeah. a nerd to date me. You have to like. I yeah. I have one straight up. So so I have the DVD rack next mm-hmm. to just. Gumpla boxes of stuff I have to build, like just boxes. So it looks yeah. like to anyone, it'll be like, why you got junk over there? No, that's not junk. Those are my builds. Then I have DVD rack where the top are just, I've separate, I've organized my DVD rack to be um, anime up top and then, mm. and, and then like just live action movies below it and then PS4 games that I don't play <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> so like the all you're going to see first is just a rack full of anime and then you look at the then you look at this 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 uh bookshelf where at the top it's like my friend Sofubi toy which like you'll look at and you'll be like oh it seems like it's Wolverine and Colossus and no it's like Glenn Danzig and and Harry Roll- Henry Rollins as a gay married couple as oh yeah as Astro Boy and Tetsujin yeah. Tetsujin 28 as Wolverine and Colossus <laughs> yeah so a hat see, on a hat on a hat on a hat yeah a I, giant Godzilla, like, uh, you know, DVD book from Criterion. Mm-hmm. Goku, Spider-Man, you go down, multiple Gokus, a Goku glasses <laughs> set, Josuke, Sasuke. Then we go down and we have World of Warcraft, which is like key known bad <laughs> bad nerd <laughs> info that goes all the way to Diablo, Titanfall, two giant grimoires of Destiny 2 and a, a model last word switch games and you go down and it only gets worse because then we have magic the gathering and a a saiyan scouter and then you look and if that wasn't too much you're already out of breath you look over and there's <laughs> plastic robot mechs and big o sitting there. yeah that's see that's like i'm going off uh uh like like i don't want to bring like my girl over and she sees like I already got like a Captain America toy up and like i don't there's like i think there's a threshold for like outward geekiness that i want to show when people are coming yeah. over to my like my house, that uh, I try to limit myself to only three. I that's not what concerns me at all. Dating someone, it's more that I am minimalist and like OCD. Like my place is mm-hmm. so like clean and tidy that just seeing the sheer amount of physical media is overwhelming <laughs> to me. Like yeah. I have closets for a reason. I'm like I yeah. don't. I understand like the flex of wanting everyone to see, but just I feel like. Uh, like interior design. I'm like, there's a reason this shit needs. To, I'm Marie Kondo. I'm like, this should yeah. not be out. Like, just my my brain is like, just yeah. highlight a couple pieces. Like you, just because I have OCD. I'm like anything else. I just need a clean, clear space to Here's write my and Gundam operate. closet. <laughs> yeah. Also, from the listeners at home, Danny is hot. So it doesn't matter what she had on her walls. She's good. Uh, so like, not let's, according let's just, to let's put, YouTube, Iffy. Not let's according to YouTube. Let's strike that from the record. It doesn't matter what she has on her wall. She can. Look. You know that that's not true. Why am I single then? I'm not going to get into this. I actually have a canvas <laughs> portrait hand painted of baby Yoda on my. It's one oh, of my the pieces. Yeah. Um, right. I just don't. Ha- I just don't like a lot. I don't like clutter. In my opinion, it just feels like for me, it feels like clutter. Yeah. So I only have like really. I have like three pieces like you that I'm like. This is super dope. Here's this mm-hmm. like hand-painted print of Vegeta or canvas of Vegeta and Baby Yoda, and then you don't need to see anything else. 
Oh, well, uh, you know, we, we can get into Vegetas and Vajatas and what have you. But, but let's, the, uh, no Vegeta slander on this podcast, okay? Yeah, well, I wasn't going to slander him. I was just tr- segueing, se- I was just segueing <laughs> into this break, and we'll be back after these messages. Yeah, you were shook. You know, I going to come for you if you talk about my king, my oh, French Vegeta. Gosh, this guy. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back to Nerdificent. We're talking Gunpla. And I'm Ify Wideway here with Danny Fernandez and Cody Ziglar. Um, um, Ify, I had one thing I forgot to say when you were talking about how Vin Diesel contractually can't lose a fight yeah i feel like akira toriyama made that but the opposite for vegeta he's like contractually do not let this man win even if i'm no longer really involved with this series anymore do not let him win a get he can get really close and he can power up where it seems like he's going to beat this person because he has the necessary level to but do not let him win Oh, yeah, uh, he was like, this is y'all's punishment for making me keep this guy around, even though oh, I'm going to be a villain of the week. This is this is cyberbullying against my my king, Vegeta. Also gay icon, Akira Toriyama. Um. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, I think, you know, as we look towards the future of Gundam, I think the one of the first things I want to uh, kind of tackle before we even end this, uh, which, you know, I think both me and Cody have ideas for this, but as the mm. guest, I'll let Cody take this first, which is, is there a model that is best for beginners? You know, uh, yeah, I think um, any high grade, if I was going to recommend one, I'd recommend a high grade Zaku 2 or like just the high grade like RX-78 Gundam, like the original OGs. Like it's, um, I put together, um, I think one of the second kits I ever put together was the high grade Char Zaku, uh, like 
uh, Zaku 2. And it was something you could snap together in like 30 or 40 minutes. Um, it's, 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 it looks nice. Uh, it's got a cool like design and cool color. Um, they're pretty cheap. They're probably like 12, 12 bucks. Uh, and also like, they're just, it, it, it's, it's a good process to where like you can sort of see like it starts connecting those neurons in your brains if you haven't done like any type of model building before. Um, so like that either, either the Zaku 2 or like the original Gundam would be like my Rex for like easy first, first time, um, gun plus to put together. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think those are great, I, but I think you just can't go wrong with any of the HGs. Even if, even for the more difficult, complicated ones, in the end, mm-hmm. their the HGs are built for you to start off. I think they did a really yeah. good job of keeping it simplistic. Like just looking at the pieces from my all my HGs and then comparing it to like uh, when I opened up my uh, M- MG Sniper. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Boy. there's just a expanse level of how much more stuff there is. in, And, I mean, this Zaku I had uh, that I built from uh, the Unicla. Unicla. Because Unicla did, a, it's, it's this year is the 40th anniversary of Gunpla. And so they dropped, uh, you know, sets that you that you would get after you spent a certain amount of money and it was an R um it was an RX7 and a Zaku and I went with the Zaku cuz I already had so many Gundams and this was probably the simplest build I've yeah. done it was like three runners which is pretty much unheard of yeah, even in and out. HD I knocked that out and I and it was it allowed me to experiment with top coat which you know it came out all right, but <laughs> you know, I'm still I'm still trying to learn the kind of like more advanced techniques, which is like panel lining, top coat. I couldn't practice panel lining because it's all red. So yeah, you, you know, I just well, the fun thing is it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint when it comes yeah. to, to that part of it. And I know I have to start building this MG sniper because I was geeked up off the sauce and. Uh, <laughs> And I was uh, kicking it with a with a Gunpla Twitch builder, and and spent, and I got so many more uh, <laughs> on the way right now. So oh I got Oh boy! Yeah, I just got a. What? Uh, yeah, I. Um, I'll, I'll I'll do the rundown for the for the cast so so that people you know uh, can know what I'm what I'm rocking with. But yeah, I was geeked up off the sauce. So right now I have a. Um, MG Gundam Astray Red Frame coming. Uh, oh, nice. A, a uh, Iron Blooded Orphans Haji uh, Haji Roboshi, but it's an HG, so that would be a little easy. And that's a pre order, so that's not going to be coming. Then uh, MG Tall Geese on the way. Oh, um, nice. And then I have a collection stage, which is like a three layered stage, so you can just let them stand in order. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Shin Musha Gundam uh, Sin Goku no Jin. Have you seen those, Zig? No, no, I don't even know what that is. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm send you. I'm gonna send Student you has become boy. the master, uh, <laughs> but I saw that and I was like, "Oh, this is a immediate cop." E- <laughs> like no questions asked, and I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop the link so Zig can see it and you can hear uh, hear his expression on air. But that that one dropped, and I was like, "This is an immediate cop." There is no questions asked. I need that in my collection. Just let's see what let's see, see what what. Uh, let me see what my man's working with. There. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. This is fire. Yeah, it's straight heat. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it comes with a with a diorama set, so that's also what attracted it to me. Is I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't have to worry about uh, getting a diorama for this because 
the heat's coming. With the two blades. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. This, oof. Cuts twice as oof. fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I mean, Zig, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank yeah, you. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Is, yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you'd like to plug before we head up out of here? Check me out uh, on all social media platforms at Yay for Zig. Uh, that com. If you want to see, I guess, my website, I don't know. Uh, I uh, She Hulk room has ended, so any showrunners want to hire your boy, hit me up because I need some money. Uh, other than that, um, <laughs> check out the Dark Weed podcast. Both of uh, both Danny and Ify have been on. Uh, it's where where me and my homie Brody talk about nerd stuff uh, and weeb stuff, and it's really fun just to creating like a space for like people of color, black people, to talk about like their nerdy interests. So that's that's it for me. I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. Uh, still figuring out TikTok, <laughs> where I am. <laughs> you gonna be on TikTok, am, Danny? I am Danny Fernandez. Well, the reason why I got on it is I justified. I love horror, and I have mm-hmm. like uh, a horror script I'm writing, and I love just dicking around and in, in that space. And like, I love the little sixty second videos that are terrifying. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can justify getting on this if I'm using it to like frighten people. Um, and so I made a little horror short, which maybe by the time this is out, I will have uploaded, but I did run into their copyright. I had a Michael Jordan, Selena, bitty, bitty bomb bomb that I made video and they immediately took it down. Oh yeah. That's a good video. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I know that those two have a Venn diagram somewhere (laughs) in my head and in culture. Um, so anyways, check me out on that. And, uh, yeah, we have the great debate that uh, if he wrote on uh, and is appearing in, that I am also in and a bunch of our friends are in. Uh, and then I do want to give a shout out. Our show is produced by Joelle Smith, super producer Joelle, our engineer Zach McKeever, and our editor is Jacques Neal. Love them. Those are my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up? And it's your boy, Ify Wadiway, on Twitter and Instagram, Ifdies on Twitch, Super Punch, nightly, Monday through Friday, holding it down, getting lots of dope, great, uh, dope guests. We had Myers Leonard from The Heat on, and uh, we, were, we, were, we were giving them Call of Duty claps. He, it's it's so wild when you see these athletes, and they are, like, gamers, like, like mm. you know, not not playing, no games, um, <laughs> and he was, he was killing it, and we have tons of great guests in the future, so make sure sure you're tuning in on that uh, i am also on tiktok uh the real iffy uh which is a pretty solid screen name i think only because i <laughs> created a tiktok i think i created a musically and it carried over or something either way it's iffy wadiway was unable to be accessed and wow. i reported it as impersonating me <laughs> instead it's adding all my friends uh but it, it, they're, they're probably gonna be like no nah, this is just you uh anyway uh, but yeah, follow Nerdificent on Twitter at Nerdificent. Uh, stay tuned. More hot apps coming. And you know, uh, like we always say, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.